0: Hey Kyle here, today I have the privilege of sitting down and interviewing Jen Robinette and I am so excited for you guys to get to know Jen. So Jen, how how have you been doing?
1: Um, well, it's been kind of a crazy wild ride, you know. Um, as we were just talking about, uh, I started off the year normal, like everybody else, was full into some sports photography. Um, was almost done with my winter season and everything came to a screeching halt. And um, I haven't had any sports work mm. um, since mm, in middle of February because um, there wasn't, you know, m- most of the winter stuff happens in February, but I still have, I still probably have about 80 to 100 basketball and volleyball orders that haven't even picked up yet because the, the, the community center hasn't even been open for me to drop them off. Wow. That's so been kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, uh, in, but in other ways, it's been good too. So, yeah. the glasses are helpful for me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Let's get into that a little bit. So, now wh- your, your business, get, give us a little backstory on your business. Tell us what your business is and uh, a little bit about yourself as well.
1: Well, um, I am a photographer, obviously. Um, but I didn't start out that way. I actually went to college for interior design. I did a uh, degree with um, Washington State um, University. And I was there for, I did uh, two years at Clark College and then two years at um, uh, Washington State. And I, um, yeah, I did, I got my degree in interior design and I uh, interned for a company the summer before I graduated. And so right after I graduated, I took about a month off um, to just have some breathing room from the craziness of college and um, bought a dog, bought a car, bought a truck, actually, um, and then uh, got a job with a company called Group McKenzie. Mm. Um, They're actually still around, but I don't think they're called Group McKenzie anymore, and I worked with them um, for six months, but that was uh, right around um, 9-11, and Mm. so I lost my first job within five months of getting, working with them. Three months later, I got another job at another architectural firm downtown. Uh, We started off down on 3rd in Washington, ended up in the pearl district pearl district above the henrys Mm. and i was there for a year they were actually doing really and they started to feel the effects of the economy after 9-11 and so i got laid off yet again so Mm. two years out of college not even two years of college i've been through two jobs and i wanted a minor in photography in college but uh the minor wasn't available so it was either a major or a minor and i already had picked my major so i did a little bit of business um stuff and then i just decided you know i'm gonna find a job in this my cousins photographed my wedding and uh there were five of my girl cousins up in spokane and three of them uh came and photographed my wedding and i just always wanted to do it so i kind of watched them pick their brain and started diving in and um a guy hired me to do sports photography um that summer and i bought the business from him a year and a half later and i've been doing it ever since so yeah, a long time doing sports photography. So if you're watching this and you recognize my face, chances are it is from Parks and Rick, Pop Warner, or Fort Vancouver Little League. Those are the oh, ones wow. that have that incredible. been. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, that's so incredible. they I, 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 I get around town. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Well I mean they just go from, from interior design to into photography. And so man, what's you've been doing this now almost fifteen years. So what's what's kind of been the the greatest joy of, of doing photography and and getting around and taking pictures of of athletes and being a part of these just serving these different organizations in this way
1: yeah I, I the best part is the kids hands down I have always been a kid person I started babysitting when I was 10 years old mm-hmm. and I've worked in the uh, church um, classes for little kids and I just I don't know I just I click with little kids I always tell everybody that I would much rather have a melting down three-year-old than a grumpy dad who does not want to have his pictures. Because I have no problem being a complete idiot in front of children, but older people don't seem to find that as entertaining. So (laughs) so I do really well with kids. And I, um, you know, I've been going through this uh, photography um, transition pivoting like a lot of businesses have and trying to get my portrait uh, business off the ground. I actually did portraiture um, many years ago. I had a studio, a small studio over by the mall, um, but I had to uh, pull out of that when my husband and I bought a piece of property to build our house, like we couldn't do both. And so what was gonna be a year ended up being four. And um, But you know, all, all happens as it's supposed to. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I just love working with the kids. And I think that was the draw to the sports thing and what kept me there for so long. And so now that I'm moving through and trying to do more of the portrait side of the business, I've been working with a business coach and trying to come Mm. up with what we call our what and our why. Mm. And so I thought long and hard on it. And uh, just this last week, even um, kind of decided that, you know, when I was a kid, um, I had lots of photos of myself, you know, Um, but I only had a handful of beautiful portraits like this. And when I say beautiful portraits, I mean the J.C. Penny ones, yeah. where you have a floating head next mm. to you. those beautiful, beautiful portraits. <laughs> <laughs> we all remember I love. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: And I, when I was a little girl, I had um, my front four teeth pulled out of my mouth. And uh, I would, my mom always had that picture hanging up on her wall. And I never really didn't like it, but I can't say I really loved it. Mm. And so I guess I've just always had a passion for kids because I know what it's like to be tall and gangly and uncoordinated and awkward and not fitting into certain groups of people. Um, And I just want kids to feel amazing. I want them to have a good time. I want them to be confident in themselves. And I want to provide pictures, um, you know, images for them that they can have hanging on their walls that they may get to a point in their life where like, oh, I don't love that. But at some point they will appreciate it and that they can feel like they're just amazing no matter how they look or what their smile looks like or what their hair looks like that day or if it was like crazy ratty or whatever that they just they can look at these pictures like I have of my boys and just know that they're loved and that they are they're just wonderful and beautifully made no matter what so that's kind of my mission
0: I love it that's that's so inspiring and I love hearing the pivots that you're trying to make in this season, too, as we we all are. And so I think just to combine those together, one of the things that we've been talking about and as I do these interviews is trying to go with a theme. And I think as we the longer we get into COVID, the longer we, we navigate some of the just the circumstances of our culture, One of the things that I've been really looking for, and and I want to ask you this, is is what is the biggest obstacle in your life you've had to overcome?
1: Actually, the biggest obstacle has been these last five years um, when uh, my boys, I have twin, four and a half year old boys, they'll be five in December. And um, about a year after they were born, uh, we had a bit of a climb to get to them. Um, but we had them, and I had a year of just amazingness. I mean, it, you, people always ask me, "Twins, how do you do it?" But you know, you know what you know, right? And it's all I ever knew. I didn't have singletons; I had stepkids, and they were older when I got married. And and so, you know, I just that's all I knew. And even amidst the like crazy midnight feedings and the constantly keeping up with two, um, my, I had it was wonderful. It was a wonderful year. But um, that next year, I, my health started to decline. Mm. Um, pretty rapidly actually. I dropped uh, almost 30 pounds in a year and I was suffering with um, ridiculous amounts of stomach pain. And I had been to seven different doctors and I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. Finally, I climbed what I call the, uh, to the tippy top of the mountain when it comes to um, hospitals and doctors. And I got up to OHSU and I found a doctor who diagnosed me with something and we went in for surgery. And uh, it turned out not to be the diagnosis that I thought it was going to be. So two weeks post-op, I discovered that I um, was being di- diagnosed with something called leiomyosarcoma. It is a soft tissue, small muscle cancer, mm. and um, uh, it's been a long it's been a long road. Um, but again, I'm a half I'm a glass half full person. Yeah. I'm a proverbial optimist, I guess you would say. I just I've always been that way. I will always be that way. And, um, you know, I just never really let it get to me. And as much of an obstacle as it was, you know, I just never doubted that there was uh, some sort of light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that God had me and that I was gonna be okay. And um, regardless as to what happened, uh, that I knew I knew that things around me were gonna be taken care of. And um, amazingly, I just had my uh, third uh, CT scan yesterday. Post op from my third surgery back in November, and we are clear, nothing new. That is just a big sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. And I do still have a few remaining tumors on my diaphragm and liver, but they're stable and looking good. They actually shrunk last time, so the mm-hmm. so things have been great. So, yeah, I would have to say that you know, I mean, I've we've all been through stuff in life, you know, nobody smooth sails through life smooth without any scars or bruises or you know, um, things that have, you know, uh, we didn't expect. Um, but as far as an obstacle, yeah, that's definitely been the hardest, but I, you know, just got back from a, uh, two day photography conference. I got to travel. I've been doing all this stuff this year, just kind of trying to grow and, you know, be a better mom and a better wife and a better business owner and helping other people out, um, doing things for my community and just getting outside of myself. You know, I think that was probably the biggest thing I learned, but Mm even in all of the pain I was in and all of the answers I didn't have and all of the things that I would have to go through, um, you know, three major surgeries in the course of, you know, uh, 18 months, basically. Um, that, you know, I just, it's, it's okay. You know, I, I made it through and here I am. And now I'm able to like move forward and who knows, you know, I mean, I try to live more in the day. Because you never know what tomorrow might bring. How
0: has this journey of the last five years shaped you as a person?
1: Um, yeah, you know, it's, I mean, I, I'm thankful that I was the person that I was going into this because um, I know now that I've been through it, I can understand, you know, what people who yeah. deal with chronic pain yeah. um, go through. I still deal with the shoulder issues um, regularly. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, it's just what's the words I'm looking for? It's just added to who I already was. Mm. And it's given me um, a greater strength mm. to know that if I can survive that, I can pretty much survive anything. Yeah. And to not really let myself worry too much. I'm not a worry person. I'm not a worry ward. I've never really been that way. And to just let myself you know, know that, to, to deal with the fact that you know, uh, cancer is an ugly thing and who knows what it can do tomorrow. Um, but that's tomorrow, you know, and Mm -hmm. we're going to live for today and I'm just going to do the best I can today. And if I get tomorrow, I'm going to do the best I can tomorrow and just be the, the best I can be and and love love the people around me and try and, I don't know, be a good part of (laughs) just do my part, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know, (laughs) do what God created me to do, to be here and do what I was meant to be and do what I was meant to do. So...
0: Well, you, you definitely have that, that optimist in you, you definitely have an outward focus focusing like service to others. Like you, you, you're, you're an extrovert in the terms of, as I hear you talk about, you know, serving and caring for other people. So as you think about this journey, who helped you or was super pivotal in that journey over the last five years?
1: Oh my gosh, who hasn't helped me? So many people, I mean, um, my family is the biggest, mm. you know, they, um, they supported me when I couldn't really do a lot for myself. I mean, I went 15, 15 weeks mm. and I couldn't pick up my babies. I couldn't change their diapers. I couldn't get down on the floor and play with them. It was a really tough time. And I was, uh, we were building our home and so I was living with my dad and stepmom at the time, you know, Roy and Julie. And, um, My stepmom, she just like, she cared for those baby boys like they were her own. I mean, she was basically with them every day with me and I did what I could while I could and she kind of picked up the slack. And and then my mom, you know, she took the boys um, like every weekend for a while so that I could have some healing time in between. I mean, I had two surgeries back to back uh, nine weeks apart and the second one was a really difficult healing. And so, you know, she was just there every weekend taking the boys and keeping them from Friday night to Sunday afternoon so that uh, I could just have some peace and Julie could have some peace and <laughs> two boys, you know, yeah. I call them my little crazies. Yeah. For a reason. And so, um, and then, you know, uh, it, as far as the business goes, you know, just even the people at Parks and Rec just supporting me in times where, you know, I'd, I'd have to be at photo shoots and I'd have my staff there helping me and they were just supportive and understanding. And, and now, you know, my business coach, um, her name is Sarah. And, you know, just kind of like um, helping me see, you know, the bigger picture in business. And I've always been a servant, you know, of sorts, you know, I've, I, um, before I even got into photography and was laid off from my job, I, I had a job with uh, Charles and Lois. And they hired me to um, go visit seniors and do odd jobs for people. I was kind of what you call a Jill of all trades, right? I did if there was an odd job, Jen got signed up for yeah. it. And so, um, but I've always been that way. It was just, just um, always been who I am. And so to kind of like be able to think of that in the business world too, you know, how I can help other businesses grow and support them and how I can help in the community. And she's really helped me see that. So you always say it takes a village, right? But yeah. it's not just for children. You know, it takes a village for everyone. You know, you have to have a support system, especially when you go through stuff like that.
0: Well, and you've, you've modeled that really well. I know for a while there, you were doing Gift Card Monday, if I have that correct. So
1: yeah. Yeah. God, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Tell us, tell everyone a little bit about that. Just how, how you were even through your business. I mean, you've gone on this just incredible journey with, with battling, you know, for your health and relying on other people. And then COVID hit and, and you've got this idea and, you know, you, you, you did it. And so help people uh tell people a little bit about what you were what you did with that
1: yeah so um i just the day that the schools closed and three days later i found out parks and rec wasn't going to have a spring um i had hired my business coach and there was a community uh there's a community of us and we kind of bounce ideas off of each other and so i can't claim the (laughs) gift card monday idea it wasn't mine but this wonderful girl annie um who came up with this brilliant idea and a bunch of us just grabbed it and ran with it and i just thought you know what i i, I had nothing to do and i was just trying to figure out you know i i, I just got stuck in this like how am i going to make money and how am i going to do this for business how am i going to do this and i just was like you know what i'm not going to worry about me right now you know i'm going to do for other people and so i started doing the gift card monday and um yeah you know i just started i just I, I, the first business i did was House coffee mm. And I had been in there with my sister just a few weeks before COVID hit. Um, and I just love their place, you know, I mean, they're yeah. based on, um, you know, Alice in Wonderland and the girl that runs it with her dad. She's a young girl and super nice. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to hit them up, tell him I love their place. And she was game. So I interviewed her. And then from her, I found out about Leah at Kazoodles mm. and, um, Gosh, that was fun. I love Kazoodles. I've been in there a million times um, over the last couple of years before Leah even took it over. And so that was when it just snowballed, you know, I just, every person that I interviewed, I got a new person, a new contact. I mean, a lot of the business owners around this town either know of or, you know, are in community with other business owners. And so I was able to do it. I did it for nine weeks and I did quite a few people and it was really fun. And um, we, we, it was what, Friday, I think it was a Friday when uh, phase two opened and it was just like, everybody was just like mass trying to figure out the new way of life and, and I didn't have anybody that next Monday and then I started to like pivot to and figure out how I could then move on to help somebody else. And so that's when I um, moved away from that and moved into doing a fundraiser for, uh, photographic fundraiser for Options 360 and raised uh, just about $800 Mm. Their organization. And I'm just finishing that up right now. And so, yeah, it was fun. Cool, I really yeah. it. I'm really good at like, you know, shooting the brazen people. Yeah. I'm very much a talker. I yeah. thought <laughs> so interviewing people was fun. Well,
0: and, and you, you mentioned it a little bit earlier, and but I want want to ask this explicitly. Where has faith come into play, not just in your personal journey, but in, as you attempt to leverage your business for the good of others.
1: Yeah. So when I first thought about buying the business years and years and years ago, I'm only 29, so it wasn't that long. Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, I, uh, I, you know, I just, it was just a huge leap of faith. It was just a huge leap of faith. I mean, I was 26 years old, I think when I took over the photography business and I had absolutely no idea what I was getting into but I just knew that I was good at what I was doing and I knew that I loved it and you know I just kept believing that um that it was going to go well and honestly I think it's going to be even better now you know I mean yeah I mean we've been through an insane year but I've been through insane and we've really all been through insane you know it's uncomfortable and we don't like it and I'm just as mad about the masks as everybody else is. And there are things that I, you know, don't really like and want to just under my breath about, you know, it's just, we're human, you know, that's the way it is. But, um, I think that, I think that this last year, you know, from my healing and just, yeah, in my personal life, believing that I, you know, God was in control Hmm. and, um, and he always been, he's been my whole life, you know, to look back at different things that have happened to me and different things that I've overcome and my family's overcome. And, you know, he's just right there the whole time. I don't have a doubt in my mind about it. And, but now with this business and yeah, just having that servant heart, you know, that servant heart that I've always had. um, And honestly that I never really ever thought about in business, you know, I mean, and I don't really know why, but it's just, you know, we're, we're, we're all, in it to, you know, try and get a paycheck and survive and provide food for our family and have cars to drive. And, you know, the luxuries of life that, you know, everybody wants to have. And, and I still want those things, you know, but, um, but going through a crisis like this, that's affected the whole world, you know, it's not just our small community. Um, I, I know what it's like to have a small business, you know, and I know what it's like to have, you know, the the worry that there's going to be enough money in the bank next month mm. and that, you know, the customers are going to keep coming back. And when the whole world shuts down for three months and there are no customers at all, mm. it just made sense to put myself out there. You know, I'm, I'm not good in front of the camera. That's why I'm a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I like to do the pictures. I don't really like to be part of them. And so, you know, I just... I just believe that God has a greater purpose for me in all of this. There's a reason why I've come through this um, you know not everybody has the same story when they get diagnosed with cancer you know not everybody gets to to heal you know um fully um, and not everybody gets to survive you know and um it's a nasty nasty thing, yeah. but there's a reason there's a reason that i'm I'm here and I'm doing this and um, if it's to make other people's lives a little bit better, if it's to support other people or other businesses so that they can thrive, um, I'm happy to do that. Cause I hope that someday if, you know, my business gets a little bit bigger and I have ever in that position, that you know, somebody's willing to do that for me. Cause mm. if you don't have community, then I mean, I mean what do you have, you know? Mm. I mean, when things fall apart and you don't have community, yep. You're on your own, and you're floundering, and it's a rough place to be.
0: We all we all need each other, and all we are it's 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 cliche, but we yeah. are we are better together. We're we're stronger when yeah. we have each other's backs. We're 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 more impactful, and the stuff we desire to see, the good we desire to do, lasts longer when yeah. we lock arms with with each other, and wow. and we think about each other, uh, because someone may be further up you know, in a good time. And while we may be down and we can, we can help each other up because the, the vice versa might be true. We might, we might be up and someone might be down and we can do that for them. And so Jen, this has been, this has been a great interview. This is, this has been so good. I hope people are just encouraged and inspired by your story, by you and uh, what you hope to do with the business. So if, uh, someone wanted to drop a note of encouragement to you. If they wanted to reach out to you, where can they find you on social to do that?
1: So I have a Facebook page. My Facebook is Jalen Portraits. I also have Instagram, which is at Jalen Portraits. Um, and um, those are pretty much the only two that I have right now, but I, I'm i getting better at them. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm out of that social yeah. media, you know, yeah. it's yeah. like, well, I'm good at it, but yeah. I'm not like, you know, it's not my passion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so if We're, there are any high schoolers out there that want a job doing social media, let me know. Cause still, there, we go. I mean. <laughs> there we go. Uh,
0: where, uh, is there anywhere else that, that someone can, can find you to reach out to you to, to maybe schedule a photo shoot, you know, before. The, yeah. Before you know the, what?
1: Uh, my, my, uh, business number, um, is on there. Um, you're welcome to call me, talk to me. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to get back into some things. I'm going to be trying some new stuff coming up this fall uh, into winter. I'm excited. I'm kind of bummed because I'm afraid that we're not going to get Santa this year. But I'm going to try and pivot again like everybody else yeah, is doing. I yeah. that's like the – what is that? That's the uh, um, word of 2020, you know, pivot. Yes. Um, and try and do some things where we can kind of get clever with the whole Santa stuff. But, yeah, you know, I just find me my, – my website is Jalenport.com. Um, it's a work in progress, but it's there. And, um, but contact me, call me, reach out to me via email. I'm a talker. So, um, call me. I like to chit chat. (laughs) I'm always good for a coffee break. Yeah. (laughs) Two four year olds running around. Yes. Very, very nice.
0: (laughs) Need need that respite. Talk to another adult. Yeah. Well, thank you again for sitting down with me. It was, it was such so good and we will make sure that everything uh, that you shared is linked to in the notes of this, and we'll. Uh, I'm excited to see what type of response you get. And as always, wow. uh, I just want to encourage people to support local, support VanWa, use those hashtags. Uh, let's continue to do this, even though as some of the excitement uh, that was initially out there has waned, uh, businesses need us now more than ever. We are truly better together. And so, Jen, thank you for sitting down thank with you. me today. Yeah.
1: It's been fun being on the other side and uh, being interviewed and being able to tell my story a little bit. It's been cool. So thank you for doing this and continuing the tradition. And hopefully at some point I'll be able to jump back in and maybe start doing some other business interviews as well. Maybe a little focus Friday. Who knows? We'll see. I I
0: like it. There we go.